I don't know if I've done one yet. I think you did it one time. Um, if unless anybody else wants to volunteer, I can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you sounded you so sound dripping so real with enthusiasm. <laughs> Welcome to the 2v1 Podcast. This is episode 16, and today is March 8th, 2015. I am joined by both Nick and Alex, as always. Hey. Hello, all. And here we go. Don't just okay. everyone at once. Nope. Um, Josh, why don't you get Unity out of the way? Yes, I would love to get it out of the way. Yeah. Because it was a throwaway Creed game. It... Total okay. reversal. No, I had I had fun with it. It was Creed. It was In a most good game. cases, throwaway Creed games, just sort of a redundant statement. Yeah. <laughs> but the, my biggest, just real quick, my biggest complaint is it has nothing to do with the Assassin's Creed universe. Well, it, it doesn't expand on anything. There's no story in it. It's... It's just nothing happens. I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in that game. They don't even try to, like, tie it in any nope. way to any of the other ones? Nope. Nope. That's weird. Unless I completely and utterly missed something. You probably Which is did. extremely possible. Yeah. Because of I, Kenway. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. telling you, though, there was nothing that related to the current running story arc of Creed. I don't think so. I could tell you what the current running story arc is anyway. I couldn't. Well, focusing it has more something on the, to do with Abstergo. The current day <laughs> story, there was none of that. Just just think, go back to any of the past Creed games. Okay. And pretend like nothing, there was no current day gameplay, there was no current day anything, and it was just a standalone game set in just that world's environment. That's what Unity was. I thought you said there was modern day stuff. No. I mean, the one girl talks to you every once in a while, but just says, oh, your training is going well. Thank you for helping us initiate. Mm. But that's it. So. It makes you wonder where they're really trying to take it then. I, I think they don't it have was. Any idea. It, Unity was just a, hey, we need to get a Creed game out this year. Here we go. You think so? Absolutely. Hey, this is going to be our first only next gen. Let's show what we can do, even though they failed miserably at that at launch. I mean, yeah, that's true, I guess, because it launched with so many issues and then got mediocre reviews and whatnot. Yeah. I don't remember. Did Brotherhood do anything with the story as well? Like the main, like with Desmond or, or whoever it was at the time. Yeah, I mean, it, it was something with Ezio. I, I don't okay. remember <laughs> what it was. Okay. Because Unity, obviously, is not a numbered Creed game. So yeah. I don't know if that really even means anything. It was it was too long ago. I That's what I mean, like, when I said earlier that I don't, I don't think I could really tell you what is really happening anyway, other than Templars versus Assassins. Yeah. The, uh, the final boss was kind of cool, and... Something happened at the end that made me very uncomfortable. Mm. And I don't get uncomfortable easily when it comes to movies or anything. Yeah. Except for when one thing happens. And that is a, a slow insertion of a knife while <laughs> looking into the eyes of somebody. <laughs> That's like a good time. Dead Space 2. 
<laughs> saving saving private ryan i was real uncomfortable there was a scene like that yep uh there was a scene like that in snowpiercer i'm not going to get into it but that happened in creed as well and it made me very uncomfortable i hated it in dead space for sure wait where i'm trying to remember where that was in dead space oh are you serious it it um it's near the end of the second one and you have to like lie down on a table and oh, let, the needle? let that needle go right into oh, his eye. Okay. Oh, man. That was rough because it was so slow and you had to aim. Like, it was actually gameplay, right? Like, didn't you have to aim yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It was kind of tough. Yeah. Imagine that, I mean, being not... in that position. Yeah. Horrible. I'm referencing more so, like, staring into somebody's eyes oh. while you're slowly putting a knife into them. I don't that know how, nice up-close-and-personal kill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if like, that in... bothers me as much. In Creed, you know, you run around the entire time and you stab people in the neck. It's not a big deal. But then they do this close-up at the end where you just stare someone in the face and slowly put it into their throat. And it's, That's badass. It was. It was cool. I enjoyed that brief three seconds. <laughs> for, the, for the 20 hours that you put up in exchange. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Did you do everything? No. I didn't think it, so. I initially was going to, but... There's no I point. <laughs> I'd rather be playing other games. Yep, there's no point. It doesn't add anything. That's that's what they need to fix with those games. If they're going to have all that side stuff, it needs to be worthwhile. And it, you know what? It makes me a little sad, too, because I did want to try the co-op missions. But by the time I was done with it, I really just wanted to get rid of it. And would you really want to do those with random just, people anyway? Well, I just wanted to try one to see how... They're new to the series, so I wanted to see how they set it up. I yeah. didn't even know such a thing existed. Yeah, exactly, Alex, because it's yeah. not really anything, yeah. I don't think. I was looking at my games played the other day, and I just had a, feel a feeling of satisfaction and triumph when I looked at Dying Light. And I was like, yeah, I didn't finish you. <laughs> yeah, it you weren't awesome. worth my time. Yeah, it, it was great. I felt good about it. I was going to do the DLC too, but again, wasn't worth my time. The, dead, the free one since I messed up. Uh, what is it? It's called Dead Kings. It's just a typical DLC. I didn't know right. they gave free DLC. Well, no, you remember we talked about it to apologize for their launch failure. Yeah, I thought I thought they just gave everybody um a choice of a game, but I guess that, that was just the season pass. That was just the season pass. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know they gave uh a mission to everybody. Yeah, the first DLC was free for everyone because of it. Well, while we're on the topic of DLC, <laughs> uh, the I, I did. I first of all, I started Brothers, and I didn't get to finish it because something interrupted it. I actually am playing Advanced Warfare Zombies because uh, Dursky bought it for me, and because I wasn't gonna pay for it because it should be free. It yep. should be in the game. It's not. But anyways, it's definitely a good time. It's very addicting. I found myself uh, playing. I, I'd usually play like two or three rounds in a row, and then that's all I can do on a day. I know some of my friends will just play it all day long, nothing but it, and that sort of blows me away because I just can't get over the fact that as soon as you die, you know, whenever you start the new round, you are you have to get through those first six, seven, eight rounds, and it's just so monotonous, and it takes forever. But... It still is fun trying to get up to, in this game, if you remember from the old one, Simon, they had the pack-a-punch machines where you could upgrade your guns. Yeah. And 
uh, it's it's a similar thing now, and you can go up to Mark 20 on every gun. So sort of my goal for each game is to get both guns up to Mark 20. But even then, once you get up into the really high levels, it's just completely unmanageable. But that's the, that's the whole allure of zombies, I is guess. It, is it still but, set up like all the past ones where you have to unlock areas by buying your way through? And Yes, and one of the other, probably my favorite thing about it, and if you can confirm from me, is that in this one they have the number of zombies tailored to how many people are in the game. So you can actually play with just two people or just three people and actually stand a chance. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's a nice addition. It that's is. smart of them to do that. And it's really nice, because, like, for example, in the other ones, you know, if, if you don't have that advantage, if you only have three people playing, you get matched up with a rando. And in most cases, I know me personally, I never want to talk to random people. So, <laughs> you know, you're in a party and there's that communication barrier. You never know you know, how they play or what they do. And especially in this one, it has never been more important. There's there's pretty much one area where you should go, where you can go to hole up, you know, like most zombies maps. And it's, it is vital that you not open this one door that's right next to it. It's in the cure room or de- decontamination room, whatever it is that they call it. And it's, it's, it's real cool though, because eventually you will get overrun and whoever is, like most of the time, you'll get overrun and one or two people will get downed. And then the person who's alive opens that door and runs out of the decontamination room. And then from there, if they can manage to somehow finish that round without dying, it totally changes the dynamic of a game, which was probably my, probably my favorite thing. Because once that door is open, you then have to switch to literally running a, a set path around for the, for the rest of however long you're playing. Whether you're playing for another five minutes or an hour, you have to keep running around in a circle. And basically try and get zombies to to run in in a single file line behind <laughs> you, in essence, because otherwise it's just not manageable. But that's kind of cool. It switches up your strategy. Yeah, yeah. Once you it it just it definitely keeps you on your toes. But they have they have different equipment that you can get. Um, like the the furthest that I've gotten was round thirty four, and it was just playing with one other person, and we um it, it took a little bit over an hour. And it was because of the equipment that, that we got out of the, the mystery box in this game is a 3D printer. And <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, I did like that. And they have distractors, which are just like monkey bombs from World of War. And then they have these other things called, I don't know, actually, we just call them nanos. I don't know if they're nano shields or what, but you throw it down and it's like this bubble. And anything that passes through it takes damage and also slows way down. Like it's moving at the speed of molasses so you you know it's if perfect if you just got to throw it in front of your group of guys and you just unload on it and nothing can get through so it, it, it and the distractors are pretty similar as far as their uh utility goes but i got two lmgs out of the mystery box plus distractors dursky got distractors and he had a um for a while he had the the laser gun the em1 or whatever and I can't remember what the other thing was. He might have had a cauterizer. Cauterizer, or the cauterizer is the gun a lot of people talk about and regard as the best one. I personally don't like it because the fire rate stinks, but it's basically Nick and Josh. It's like an like an incendiary shotgun is the way I would describe it. Huh. Sounds really cool, but in the higher levels when you just have literally hundreds coming at you, there's it's not fast enough, even huh. whenever it's really powerful. Yeah, I would think a shotgun would be really good for that. 
Yeah, well, the, the best gun, oh, S12, that's what I was thinking of. Um, the S12 is a fully automatic shotgun. I think it has 12 shells, maybe even 15, but it, when you hold the trigger down, it blows through the, the magazine in like two seconds, <laughs> which is pretty funny. So you can imagine why that would be so useful. But when you combine it with like the, the fast reload perk, and I actually, no joke, without looking up anything, I actually discovered a little glitch of my own, and it's wonderful. I don't think this would work in multiplayer, which would make sense, because that would suck if it did. But they sort of let you cut corners with reloading in zombies. And this has been in other video games. I've found it, too. Some games it works, some games it doesn't. I always wonder, where does the animation of a reload register as reloading? Some uh, games, yeah. straight oh, up. Yeah make you wait until the end. You know, you have to be completely done. Yep. But I found out in Zombies, and the easiest way to figure it out was with the Mayhem rocket launcher because uh, there's like this little thing that slides out and you pop this, it looks like a jar of mayonnaise <laughs> that you put in. That's <laughs> what the rocket is. And I noticed that as soon as you pop that thing in, as soon as you pop it in, even though the animation isn't done, I can maybe like, use my exo to boost to the left or to the right or just you know sprint a tiny and cancel the animation and it registers it yeah and when yeah, you combine that games do that yeah well when you combine that with that. fast reload i mean it's it's a game maker it makes a huge difference so uh and that was the only thing I, I was trying to get the timing down on my lmgs it would have been ideal if both thirsky and i had an lmg and both of us had one other weapon but I was just the LMG man. I got both of mine up to Mark 20, and it was cool because my uh, my favorite one was the one that has a bigger clip. But as you upgrade Infinite them, clip. not only do they get more powerful, but they add different attachments, of course, to the guns. And the one had a thermal scope on it, which it's hard for me to explain why if you're not playing it. But for some reason, the thermal scope in zombies is so useful because everything just sort of looks the same and the zombies kind of like blend in with their surroundings. But when you have the thermal scope on, it's just like, you know, open season. It's so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, I, I get really sucked into it. And Josh, uh, after your teachings that I'm just, you know, slowly uh, adopting, I don't sit there and while I'm playing it, I don't say, I wish I were playing something else. <laughs> I would be if I were playing more than two or three rounds at a time. But uh, that's all I do. I mean, may, maybe two good lengthy games. A third one is a stretch for me, but especially if we did something that we know we could have done better and we're still feeling it, we'll go for another one. But it's if you're a zombie fanatic and I can't convince you not to pay for it because it's DL, it shouldn't be DLC and it should be included, but if you're going to buy it anyway, it is a lot of fun. I definitely recommend it. My favorite was still Ward at War, but... Uh, this one's really good, for sure. I do have two questions. Go ahead. Um, the first one, if if you can set aside the we hate paying for DLC, does it feel like, because now that they put it behind a paywall, does it feel better in terms of quality? Like, does Absolutely it feel, not. It's no, the same thing. It feels the same. And That's bullshit. And well, I, I guess it is. Putting, even, you know... Putting Even the bias the behind, like you asked, Nick, and everything with DLC, it's too much money. Yeah. Even if How you much are gonna, even if you are gonna charge for zombies, fifteen dollars is entirely too much for what it adds. 
Yeah. It 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 should maybe be ten dollars. That in and that's a stretch, but it should absolutely be no more than that. Do you do your weapons that you have in multiplayer carry over to zombies or is it completely no, no completely separate? So oh, and by the be... way, by the way, this is also a multiplayer map pack. Notice that I haven't said a thing about it because it's such a cop out. Like that's not why people are buying this. You know, they're buying it for zombies. Right. But so that would be what they hide behind is oh that's why it's fifteen. It's a map pack too. Yeah. Well, who cares? Your multiplayer sucks. At I least you get that. more, I guess. I hate you having to yeah. pay for that, especially because you know it was free in World War. But I feel like it would be smart or a good idea if they if they continue to and they're going to continue to make you pay for the zombies and every mm-hmm. yeah from now on afterwards. Wonder if they if they made it a standalone. I was that would. I knew you were going there. Yeah, they're 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 going to monetize it. I mean, there's just so much that they can do. Whether it's a standalone or they just keep adding to it, yeah, it, it's going to be the new cash cow for the COD series without a doubt because it, people are. It's it's like anything else; they're going to pay for it. You never know. It could be they could be testing that. That might be yeah. why it's separate. Exactly. I think that'd be a and smart. Maybe smart why they did it. Yeah, with maps, definitely. Because yeah, there there's definitely a vast majority of COD players that really only play for zombies it's the only reason i still have it i was going to get rid of it and that would say now how would you feel then it would save you from having to buy the actual 60 dollar game but you'd still have to spend 15 or 20 to play zombies you mean like a standalone or that's what we were just talking yeah standalone um i mean i i I don't know yeah if it was that price on its own and you didn't have to buy the full game yeah, I'm, I might do that because I like being able to buy games and then decide whether I want to keep it or get rid of it. Actually, that might make sense for somebody like me because I buy all Call of Duties, I play the multiplayer until I suck at it, and I play the campaign and then I sell it. I don't like that, I'm, that I have to keep that game right now. But if I had a sta- if they did a standalone thing with a lot more content, mostly different maps, that's, the, that's my biggest complaint. Like playing on the same map over and over again, it sucks. Period. There's no way, there's no other way to cut it. But if it were standalone, I'd sort of like to have that as my own thing that I that I can come back to and keep indefinitely and not feel like I'm holding on to an investment. You know, right. you can I haven't even checked prices, but I guarantee you I could still get 30-40. Maybe if I got $50 for Dying Light, you know, I'm sure Dying Light's a lot more recent. It is, but this is COD and COD <laughs> so and I mean. reasons yep yeah exactly yeah, yeah. I, that's true probably i don't know i um the other question i wanted to ask we we got confused in the last episode something with zombies and aliens are they actually zombies or are they aliens in this one that was just me being an idiot they're okay, definitely so zombies because aliens. i thought there was an alien thing also, like I, I heard that was in Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh, oh, yeah, that's the one I never played. Alex, uh, Advanced Warfare new copies are thirty dollars on eBay. Ooh. Oh, really? Okay, well, still, yeah. But I said thirty to forty bucks. So, I, yeah, after fees and everything, but you get my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, fun. I don't see myself ever playing zombies again because I won't pay for it. No, that's. I would definitely not recommend that. But then, plus, we have a we have a four person squad. You know, whether we sometimes we have two, sometimes we have three, but we have up to four, which is nice. Yeah. And although we have yet to get all four of us in it 
at the best operating capacity because <laughs> the last person to get it was Yaley and he had to, you know, it's, you sort of like, it's a crash course your first couple times that you play it, obviously, it's, especially if you're not real familiar with the, the most recent iterations of zombies and the other titles. So we sort of got him warmed up and now I feel like the next time all four of us get on, it's, it'll be a good time, you know, for the really big rounds that we're going for. It, uh, zombies reminds me of kind of what started this entire sort of subgenre is I miss playing Horde mode. I was just going to ask if it was similar to Horde mode. Is there a max wave level? Can you beat zombies? I don't know the answer to that. I can't imagine how far. I mean, there's always people that are nuts and there's people that are glitching and this, that, and the other thing. But yeah. I can't imagine getting much further than what we did. I mean, 34 was just out of control. I don't think there's an actual cap, though, Nick. No, I, think yeah, it's, it's, I don't no, think so I think either. I don't, I don't even know if there ever has been. Like, like actually, Ford had 50 or whatever. Yeah, yeah no, and the one like thing that. that'll that really sucks is I remember this one that I recently did, just the two of us, whenever we got over 1,000 kills, like well over 1,000 kills each, was when at the time that we died, we both had distractors left. So we were kicking ourselves because if you can oh, be swarmed yeah. by 50 zombies, but if you throw a distractor, you, you, you will get away. Yeah. So we were both mad at ourselves for that. Uh, yeah, speaking of Horde, can we talk about how amazing Gears of War 3's Horde was? <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, man, did we spend a lot of time playing that. And we and we beat the insane level, 50 levels. That was a great day. That, oh, my how God, that, that took hours. like four hours. Yeah, it was, it was totally, who, who totally was well spent. Who was our for that? I think it was just us three. Was it? Yeah. Was Horde mode three people? Or you could do up to four. Yeah. I just miss freaking... I miss good Gears. Not that judgment, was judgment upgrading all those different things like the turrets and the decoys and everything. Man, that was just amazing. Yeah. They could not have done a better job with that horde mode. No, it was real good. You know what, though? Like like Josh just said, he wished we could play it again. Undoubtedly, there's another Gears coming, and it will have yes. it. But I think they need to change something or, or add something along the lines of mass effect because i feel like we spent so much time playing mass effect and that was because it was like the perfect blend of all it really was perfect yeah because the maps were small enough that you could get through a game pretty quick even on harder difficulties but it was still challenging and you were making individual character progress not just you know in gears you're just a guy and everybody gets the same weapons pretty much. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's basically the the biggest testament to it is you could put me on especially pre update when they screwed everything up. But you could put me on Firebase White if that's what it was called. Yeah, I think against it was white. Geth with the same people. And I did it over and over and over again. And I never Got didn't tired. Like it. Yeah. No, I and never got. T- it was amazing, and I had fun and was engaged and focused every single time I did it, and it was the same thing over and over again. And one of the best things they did was the variety and how every character felt and played different. Yep. Yeah, I loved that. It was amazing. Like there were actually reasons that, to play different characters. Yeah, and that, I think that's what kept it from getting stale. I mean, maybe I still would have played it because I was that obsessed with it, but. 
just being able to, all right, you know, well, I'm done. I sort of want to shift. I, instead of doing biotics, I want to do like a, a weapons heavy round. Yeah. I want to do a tech heavy round. I mean, and then you could just play as, you know, whomever for that one. It was just so good. And they, they did a really good job of keeping that stuff fresh for a while, like adding in the characters. Yep. Yep. And they because, did tons of extra content for free, which was amazing. Yeah. And, and they, they even like, like you said in Zombies, how you have to change your strategy because of the map changes. Mm-hmm. In Mass Effect, they did a really good job with the characters because they added in those couple melee-specific characters, like the Krogans. Yes. That was yes. huge. Yeah, that that did that was a big change-up. The Geth Prime. Yeah, the Geth, yeah, Geth Prime. Prime. That was awesome. Wow. Or no, Juggernaut. Yeah. yeah. What? It was, it was a Juggernaut, I thought. You I think as. Nick's right. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I say Geth Prime? Because it's basically a Prime. <laughs> it's the same size and everything. And for me, too, it was the allure of opening packs, working towards getting a pack. Oh, of course. Yeah, because it had both. You could pay for it if you really wanted to, if you were a crazy person. Or you could still just <laughs> play the game and make progress. Yeah. Yeah, That see, that, again, like you, to use your phrase, it was a perfect blend. They monetized it, and you know there were people that spend it, spent a ton of money. Uh, definitely, yeah. But they still made it amazing and let people who were like, hey, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to pay for stuff like this. Yep. And they let us enjoy it. I mean, that's wonderful. Give people a choice. You give people a choice. There's always going to be people that are paying anyways. Yeah, and and I, I think I remember like reading that people were mad that they monetized it like that, but it doesn't punish the people that don't want to pay no not at all because it's not adversarial yeah so who cares yeah especially because it's just yeah it's not adversarial that's a good point yep i miss it yeah too can't wait nothing but good feelings see see what happens when you're a nice magnanimous company you get a (laughs) lot you get even you get even our praise (laughs) yep yeah here's a question and I already know the answer for both of you, but I'm gonna throw it out there anyways. Would we it, pay for it? Oh no, that's a good <laughs> that's a good question though. I was gonna go back to the whole gears route. Okay. If they if they remastered it no. for like forty no. bucks. Definitely not. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Definitely not. I liked those games and I've been I've been talking with somebody at work lately because they've been playing horde mode recently, which is real funny. But um I did really like those campaigns, actually. Like that, those games didn't have like a good story, but they were. Yeah, they were good. Up they until were like judgment, a wild ride, kind of like. Well, I don't even consider that one because yeah. that yep, was a cash call. grab for sure. And uh, that was another one of those games. Like it came out around the same time as Resident Evil Six. Like that was a game I knew was going to be nothing. Yeah. Oh Four my god, that was bullshit. that was one of the worst affronts to the multiplayer. Yeah. Well, there I do have some other things. Um, oh, this is good. I have a follow-up from our discussion on Xbox One licensing um, from the last episode. Yeah. So we were uh, speculating about the whole thing. <laughs> I was going to use wildly. your expression, Nick. Speculating wildly. I love it. Uh, about how maybe you know one of us could pay for zombies, the other people could download it, and we actually tested it, and I can confirm it does not work. And it's so funny because it's like the console wants it to work, and then Microsoft is like, no, eat our shit. Because what ha- what happened yeah. was I 
signed in with Dursky's tag. I downloaded it. I tried to go into zombies with my tag while he was still signed in on my Xbox, and it didn't let me. Uh-huh. Then I went in with Dursky's tag. This is a real convoluted progress or process. I was in. I was. <laughs> I was like in the menu for it. Finally, I had gotten past the initial barrier that wouldn't let me through. So then I signed out Dursky's tag, and I was still signed in. So I was like, sweet. I hit find game. I got matched up with people, and then it kicked me out. <laughs> like I actually had oh, other wow. names, and it was there for um, probably twenty seconds. And then it, it said something like content has been removed or uh, uh, you need to pay for this, basically. It's yeah, so that, weird that's you what got was that just far. even more infuriating because it was just like they dangled it in front of you. So that does not work. Yeah. You know what, though? Like when it comes to that, I can be mad. You can't though, be mad because A, I can do whatever I want. And B, <laughs> being realistic, Josh, you should be able to do that with one one other person you should be able to share content with one person well well you can with the family share i'm saying regardless you should be able to share with one person something like that that's all i'm saying i'm okay and understand why they don't do i understand well you shouldn't have to pay for it period so something like that you should be able to share right 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 but when you look at it as something you're paying like don't even think this is something that should have been included Call of Duty specific. When you're looking at it A legitimate like, piece of DLC? A piece of content. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's it's content at the end of the day. And so how does the really family do sharing thing work, Josh? Anywhere. I, I don't know for sure, and I'm guessing it's I'm yeah, guessing it's console it. specific. Like, if you have if you have two accounts on one console, yeah. somehow yeah. it works like that. Because that's how Steam works. Um, like, they don't have a way to work around you letting other people use your account other than yeah. you both The only reason I, I said that it, sh- it should be allowed is, and I, I would have to confirm this now, so maybe I'll get ambitious and try it out, is that I really did think you could do that with one other person on PlayStation. So what I'm saying is, if that is true, which I'm not sure... Uh, and I was talking PS3. I don't know anything about PS4. PS4 has some weird yeah. thing if that that's I still true, don't understand how Microsoft should be matching. That's what I'm getting at. But obviously, they never will because they're a terrible yeah. company. Um, so, uh, brothers, I didn't finish that. And I should have, but Zombies is what interrupted me there. So, I will be finishing that and I'll give my review on the next podcast. But there were a couple of other things also about the we t- we had a we started a conversation the other day about turn based stuff and then we said we'd wait and pick it up later. Oh, it was just Cassandra. <laughs> okay, so okay, this is obviously a good topic then. <laughs> wait, wait, what am I wrong about? I forget. You don't like them. You don't like those games. I feel like there's more. Yeah, to Josh, it. we were talking. I think we were like sort it wasn't of just defining like turn-based in a way because Nick and I were sort of oh butting heads on you know Final Fantasy 13 and it was whatever. about Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, Alex, the uh, we were talking about how like the real-time systems, mm-hmm. like where it lets you run around and whatever, makes it different 
than the ones where you're in a static line yeah. with your party. Is that what you? Yeah, is that I mean, what you meant? we were. I can't remember exactly how we were talking about it. Basically, none of us know anything as usual. But with turn-based <laughs> stuff, I was I was just saying how I miss the old school actual turn-based stuff like Final Fantasy seven and ten. Whereas thirteen was it's still turn-based, but it's also turn-based, and if you sit still, you'll die. Because okay, okay, that's what I wanted to ask you. That it was specifically thirteen. So I didn't remember in thirteen if you sit there after your bar filled up and you don't do anything, the enemy does oh, continue to, ta- to attack. Absolutely, and then it does. Enlightening okay, see, returns. I didn't remember that. Uh, obviously, the same thing applies. But you can even move around a little bit on the battlefield. But I never. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of stupid because it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's, it's still based it's completely on dice aesthetic. Yeah. So they basically were just giving it a little mm-hmm. bit of flavor from Final Fantasy. I don't. What is it? Eleven? Is that the one? Or t- or twelve? Yeah, so twelve. You could do that. It was whatever. I mean, it. I still loved the game. Um, you know me. Final Fantasy is sort of like a do no evil franchise with me. I'm just totally blinded by it, and. I really, I don't even know why I want to play that Type Zero randomly. So maybe I'll get around to it. I don't even know what it's like. I just know that it's pretty well received. I don't and either. Support from PSP, so maybe I'll get around to playing it. See, Final that's Fifteen's been getting a lot of praise at PAX this week. Oh, okay. So this is what started the quote-unquote argument. Yeah, because Josh said yeah, it wasn't he was like, oh yeah, like that. he was, was like, it's not turn-based, so I'll play it, and then but, that made us mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't Josh, like turn-based. you still pick attacks and stuff. No, you don't I don't just, think you do. It's not a hack and slash. I don't think it is because I could have. Nick, sworn can I saw we do a fact check on this? Because this is kind slash. of important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know how to other than the videos, but I I could have sworn I saw menus come up. Where you pick things, even though you're nope. running around like we were talking about, it still was like a pick this ability or attack or whatever. I thought now the videos I saw were all immediate response when you put in an action on your controller. So hack and slash. So why do they want see yeah, why even it, call it's, it Final Fantasy? It's like my argument with Resident Evil. If you want to make a different game, even if it's good, fine. Make it different and then yeah, don't, tie don't it. call yeah. it what it's not. Just, yeah, don't trick people. Like, I understand series can evolve and whatnot, but if you're, that's a pretty big Yeah, change. and it, it would also be different <laughs> like, if, I don't know why, I, I feel like a lot of times taglines can even sort of convey that meaning. Don't call it, you know, another base installment in the franchise, Final Fantasy XV, and make it nothing like its predecessors. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, it's, that's a weird, it's a weird choice. Um, But then again... Now that I think about it, technically the MMOs wouldn't be turn-based either. And I don't think was tactics like that. I tactics, tactics is turn-based. Okay. Even though, even though that that has like a different style, it's the tactical RPG grid-based stuff. It's still turn-based. Like your whole party takes their turn, and then the enemy takes their turns. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Wasn't the first Dragon Age you had to queue up attacks and then they changed it on the next one? Yes. So 
that's the same thing. They completely like, changed the gameplay. No, okay. Definitely so, different. This is this is that's actually a really good example, and this is how I was picturing Final Fantasy fifteen specifically. So in the first Dragon Age, you queue up attacks. Kind you queue them of, up in your but head, but not really. <laughs> like you, yeah, like you activate them and they do them immediately. But it's not a hack and slash because you're not jamming like the yeah. A button. Yeah, to that's do an that's a good way of you know putting what I mean? it. So it's still. It's still kind of turn-based because your abilities are based on dice rolls. And time, on, like, like and stuff. being able to execute them and then, yeah. Yeah, like you have cooldowns. So, like, you, your cooldown is kind of your turn. It, it's not the same, I know. Yeah, but, that's but that's how I was picturing Final Fantasy XV. Is just, that you're running I, around, you pick something, you do it, it cools down, and you, continue, you rinse and repeat. I mean, there still might be a cooldown on specific attacks, but I just watched another video, and it's you run up and you start slashing at something. I sent you guys a link on. I texted you guys. Like the 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 hack and slash thing, I always imagine as like God Ninja of War Gaiden. or Devil May Cry, where you are instantly executing a combo or something immediately. Yes. But some that is not what I think. I don't think that's what Final Fantasy is. Still, I, I still don't think that's what it is. What? Watch the gameplay, and I'm fairly certain that's what it looks like. It's definitely 100% not turned. I'm just going to kill myself. <laughs> that's, that's the solution. <laughs> yeah. Suicide. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Getting, Regardless, I'm excited for it because I think it looks sweet. And if they make a change, I don't care. I, I'm down. Yeah, they, they somehow still managed to captivate me with Final Fantasy Thirteen, and Nick, like you said, I know that was not necessarily well received. So, no, nope. It it almost became like a, like even fans that I would see on the internet, like in forums and whatever, would be begrudgingly fans. Like I played all of these games, and it was all right, but. At the end well, of the day, it wasn't that actually, great. Actually, <laughs> I, I mean, I could kind of say I'm begrudgingly a fan. That's a good way of putting it, just because yeah. I prefer the old stuff. But when I when I also, you know, once you get past the horrible first, like, 10 hours of complete linearity, um, you know, and, and it opens up, like, as soon as you get to, is it Grand Pulse? Or I, I get the Arkilti step and yeah, all that. Grand like, Pulse. Wow. You know, yep. that just changed the game. And then, obviously, f toys farming. Enough said. You know, like that, I still absolutely yep. loved the game. So, I can't, I, I do, I didn't like some of the changes they made. And, you know, the the Eidolons were weird with the whole vehicle thing. But I will be honest, before the game came out, when, Eidolon Ally. Um, when Josh mentioned that they were going to be vehicles and everything, it sounded way stupider than it actually was. So that was good. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know what, I'm looking at this Final Fantasy stuff, I just don't even know. <laughs> we don't know anything at the end it's, of the day. Well, I triple checked and it it was written that it's not turn-based. It's, it's an action game. It, it does look a lot more like a hack and slash. Which right. Is, that's interesting. I, and, and I, I realize that, Josh, but though, basically what Nick is saying Yes, we can all agree it's not turn-based, but because, for example, the first Dragon Age, nobody would actually call that turn-based. But we're wondering if that if it's no, that or if it is a 
hack and slash. Yeah, like the at the end of the day, are you managing cooldowns or yeah. are you performing combos? Yeah, that that's point. what I want to know. That's what makes it different. Yeah, no matter what, it's not turn based. I guess. Sure. <laughs> when when I hear turn based, I immediately think of JRP. Yeah, that's that's what I think of too. Yeah, like standing in a line, going through your attacks, the enemy attacks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. What you I want to play Lost Odyssey again. So, <laughs> Lost Odyssey is great. I've been playing a, a turn-based RPG. <laughs> oh, nice! I had um, no idea. I started. I started Fire Emblem on the 3DS. Ah, Ooh. nice. Um, I am loving it. It is. It is real cool. It's. I, I've been saying in the past episodes that I've been playing a bunch of tactical RPGs. That's what this is. It's a grid. You take turns. Um, this one... I don't know if you guys know anything about Fire Emblem. I never played any of them, except this one. I've never played them, but I know what they are. Yeah, they're, it's Japanese, anime-ish looking characters. Um, not, I, not much to say other than I'm having a really good time. And it's pretty hard. It has uh it has the whole thing of permadeath, so you, oh. you can get a character and in the middle of a battle if they actually die, they're de- they're gone. You can't I didn't use know them. that. You can't use them anymore. Which uh which kinda sucks. I mean just in general, but you spend time leveling them up, you know, building their character, and if they die, you're you're out a character that you put time into. Mm-hmm. And um they did that in Final Fantasy Tactics, only it was specific maps that characters could die in. Now in Fire Emblem, it can happen at any time. Um, the only thing that breaks that, though, and I know I shouldn't be playing it like this, but before every battle, you can save. So, if they die, you could just reload. Like, it... You have to redo the battle again, but I haven't had one that takes a really long time yet to where that would be annoying. You know what I mean? Like, somebody would die, I'd get pissed, and I'd just restart the game because yeah. I don't want to lose them. And I think I shouldn't be playing it like that, huh. but because that, like, ruins that experience, I guess. But uh, I can't help it because that's an option and it's easy to bounce back from it. So maybe maybe like further into the game I won't be able to do that as easily, but I don't know. I mean, there's nothing that prevents you from just shutting off your DS real quick. No, that's what I mean. Like it's just like quitting the dashboard for Xbox games. Yeah. Yeah, like and and it actually like it's funny because the game has a function in it to let you restart the game. Like you don't have to turn off the 3DS or anything. Like Whenever you're in a battle, there's a menu of, you know, change options and stuff like that. But there's no quit out of battle. You have to do a specific button combination to restart the game. Well, I think that's that combination is like that for any DS game. That's been around for a while. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's an outside. That's a DS thing. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. It's just like, you know, doing it on 
super old systems well, no, holding all the no, buttons. No, 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 no. There is that. There is that on DS because at any time you can just close out. It has a dashboard now, kind of like Xbox. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, so it's, it's Fire Emblem specific. It's Fire Emblem specific. That's it takes odd. you back to the title screen of the game. Oh, yeah. Reload. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, did it's, you, it's different. Did you ever play, uh, oh, what was it called? Uh, the World Ends With You. Yeah, I loved it. Isn't was that turn? That was, was a weird game. Um, no, I don't think it was turn based. It was really strange because that was one of the earlier DS games, so it yeah. was all about the touch screen, and uh, it had you had to execute attacks by doing specific like touch directions on the touch screen. So like if you swipe in a diagonal. That would do something specific if you swiped up and left or whatever, or in a circle, it would do different things. Like all of the all of the things you equipped to your character had specific directions you had to move the stylus to perform that ability. It was really cool. It, like it sounds confusing, but if you were playing it, it makes more sense. And it was really frantic. Like you had to be quick. Which I really liked because it was totally dependent on you being good at it. It wasn't just in a turn-based game you planning out a strategy. Like you had to, you had to react quickly to beat enemies. So that game was really interesting. If anybody is ever looking for a, a DS game, I highly recommend that. It uh, it had a really weird story. Um, it was totally self-aware. Like it had that breaking like the fourth wall humor. Mm-hmm. I this loved might be it. a silly question, but can you play original DS games on like the new 3DSs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Silly Not question. a silly question, Simon. Valid because yeah, a 300. totally valid question because of how confusing the DS everything is. Yeah. Have you seen one of the new DSs yet? Yeah. Like the the brand new ones. Yeah. The the new literally the new 3DS. Yes. Are they anything special? I haven't seen one. They don't... I don't. I still don't know why they made it, other than we talked about this before, like, with all the crazy amount of DSs that exist, they make tiny improvements to their mm-hmm. hardware and whatever. Do you guys think that Nintendo will ever make a new handheld again, or will they just continue with the DS? I think they'll continue with the DS. Indefinitely? That's what I'm asking. I mean, I don't know. It is it is unbelievably successful, and every time they do one of these new iterations, people buy them. Good point. So there Why really change is what isn't no broken? reason for them not to. Other other than performance upgrades, like it's yeah. still like they still kind of look just slightly better than N sixty four stuff. I mean, I haven't seen anything other than that. There I don't I don't haven't played a lot of games. There could be a lot better looking games, but when it comes to like a three D environment it's it's higher resolution and whatnot, but it's not like on the terms of a 360 or a PS3 yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it comes to both handheld systems that are out, that and the, the Vita, I don't see either company switching it up and, and just creating a whole new handheld anytime I don't, soon. I don't ever. see Sony making another handheld ever. Yeah. Because yeah, well, the, the Vita has just become a like dump like let's dump a bunch of games onto this that exist in other places 
Like, there's nothing really specifically made for Vita. No, there isn't. But I think there's a big push going on to get those to get those games to come out for it. And I know in, in yeah. at least Japan and whatnot, the Vita's just as big as the DS. I want to say. No I way. Just, no, you don't think so? No way. I, just I bet it sold well. I bet it sold well, but in terms of the DS, no. Yeah, I guess it's hard to compete with the DS. So. Yeah. Disregard that. It's it's hard to compete, like we've said a million times, with mobile games <laughs> mm-hmm, in Japan. True. True. So who knows? Maybe maybe the DS isn't even that big still, but I think the new one sold pretty well. Even here. In the US. With the new yeah. 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 But there's uh, like no specific games for it yet. That that's what I was gonna say earlier, is that yeah, well, they came no out with it. Big titles. Big specific titles, like AAA launches. There's a lot of like indie games that are. Oh, you mean uh, for Vita? For Vita, yeah, I'm talking Vita now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I said. Like they they just dump all these games that already exist in other places on it. So like, Spelunky. First thing that comes to my head. I love Spelunky. It has been around for a while, and they put it on Vita. You know, it's stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. If that's their game plan with it, and if it's working. <laughs> I don't know. Is it working? <laughs> I know I know one person that has a Vita. Same. Yeah, I don't think I know anyone with a Vita. So, I've never met anybody else that even considered buying one. Or probably even a lot of people wouldn't even know what it is, I bet, if I asked them. True. Really? Yeah. Have you ever seen a commercial for a Vita? I mean, I don't watch TV that much, but... I, I know I know they exist. I've seen them, but have you? Ever, I feel like I've never seen one for a DS. Oh, I just saw a 3DS XL commercial, the new one. I just saw one today. Huh. Even so, I get Nick's point. Like DSs don't need commercials. They're like the Starbucks yeah. of handheld. Yeah, <laughs> like the everybody Jaguar knows what a DS vehicles. is. Yeah, you don't really need to market the product at all. Sell itself. No. Hey, and like I'm. I went out and bought an, a 3DS when I didn't need one or whatever. I wanted to play the games that now required the 3D, even though I don't use it. I went out and bought one. So they, they got me last yep. year. So it's working. <laughs> yeah. I keep saying 3DS and completely forget that that screen is 3D. Mm-hmm. And I never use it. Like... That's one of the new features with the the re-release of it, the new... I hate... Oh, I hate it so much. New 3DS is the actual title of the one that just came out. And they apparently fixed how the 3D works. Like, you don't have to actually be staring straight at it. Where the one that I have, if you move your eyes in any way, it get, it looks all weird and messed up. And that's why I never use it, because it makes me, like, sick. <laughs> that's a quality that's a product reason. right there. Yeah, it's it like if you're looking straight at it and you're sitting still, it looks cool, but it's not worth using for me. It's gimmicky. Yeah, it it is gimmicky. And I'm surprised they even well, I guess I'm not surprised, but included it with the new model. Yeah, that but, they're still pushing that. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, just I don't like know, they must have TVs. some good Nobody cared. They must well, have some response TVs. that people like it. I don't know. <laughs> 3D TVs. Yeah, do those exist anymore? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that gimmick kind of died off pretty quick, it seems like. Yep. 
Wonder wonder if that will happen with VR headsets. I hope so because I don't want it. That yeah, that's a whole know. thing. There's it's another one announced, Alex. In case you probably don't know. Yeah. Another um, one out. Another Valve is now releasing a headset. They have yep. their own in the works. What's it called? A real dumb name. The Vive or Vive. Oh, no, I haven't heard of it then. Yeah, yeah it, well, it just, it just got, got announced like last week. Hate it. Of, yeah. of all of all the VR headsets, though, supposedly uh, Sony's Morpheus is looking looking the best. I don't care. From what I've read, I can't <laughs> care. You're physically I, incapable. Of I'm care. interested in in seeing where it goes. There's. I guess I'm interested, but in order for me to like jump on board and buy something, like the the barrier, the first barrier is purchasing it. What is it going to cost? And then what is worth purchasing it for? It's going to be it's going to be like a console where when it comes out, nothing worth playing is going to be on it. Probably. And I fear there never will be other than gimmicky stuff. Well, unless unless it can get tied into pretty much any game that comes out, especially when it comes to like shooters, if you could use something like that on any shooter that comes out, yeah, that I could don't know. be cool. I don't know. Yeah, I that, but then it comes down to I still don't want that. Yeah, like I I don't I don't need that. It would have to really really convince me. And how do you do that? How do you get people to jump on board without trying it? Well. Is yeah, the dem is the demo demos. kiosk thing gonna come back to stores? Oh my god, just what we need. Yeah, yeah I I'd imagine so. And, and then at that point, I feel like that would be something like, "Oh, this is really cool. I tried it once. I'm not gonna pay two hundred dollars for it." Yeah, I tried it, and I'm glad I tried it. Now I know I don't need it. Yeah, well, it's, gonna, it's gonna be like any new technology that comes out. You're gonna have the early adopters who all buy it immediately. Yeah, yeah. And then over time, it's just gonna be kind of sifted into the current platforms. Yeah. Once they have a fully immersive and functioning and awesome Elder Scrolls, I'll just get that and then my life will be over. <laughs> and then never play a game another and, game again. Yeah. And then you have Microsoft doing something completely different with the HoloLens. Yeah, so that's true. Who knows how at that's least they're tr- go at least them. they're trying to change it kind of. But in complete honesty, I like their idea better. I do too. I don't know why I can't. I don't have a good reason why. I don't why. either. But I could see myself using that over an actual VR headset. Here, Here's a reason. My main concern with all these other ones, like I think obviously Oculus, the, the Valve one is similar to Oculus kind of. Um, I don't know what Morpheus is, but they all have that strap around your head and you put this screen two oh, inches yeah, away from your face. Oh yeah, you've mentioned this before, Nick. That, that's what I don't It's horrible want. for you. That That is, that's so bad. Yeah. Like, I have horrible vision, just terrible already from years and years of looking at a TV <laughs> and and staring at uh, screens even you know a foot and a half away from your face at work all day. That's if that's Bad. terrible for you. Yeah. How about so putting how, a screen one inch from your eyes? Yeah. Like how is that? It's it's just hard for me to imagine that that is going to be not more. Uh, Wow, what's the word I'm looking for? Damaging? Damaging, yeah, sure. It has to be more damaging to yeah. your eye. <laughs> so, 
that's my main barrier. That's why the HoloLens is a little bit more interesting because you're just looking through something. It's like Google Glass. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like we'll see what happens. It makes with all me that. think of the lens of truth on Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <laughs> Google's just gradually taking over the world. They're taking yeah. over the city of Pittsburgh. So, which they're is subtly so buying cities. Yeah. They'll just buy the, the city. They'll be I'm, I'm going to go home and it'll just be raised to the ground by Google. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody will be enslaved by self-driving cars. <laughs> Probably. I don't want to go to work. <laughs> Working yeah. for Google must be interesting. That what? has to be an interesting job to work for Google. I mean, for how many things they cover, it might not be interesting, depending on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I heard they have a like a one day a week where no one works. Everyone has to come to the office. Well, that's stupid. You shouldn't go to the office. Well, no, <laughs> it's it's for brainstorming new ideas. Everyone just sits around and talks about new things they could do or how. To hey, they should stuff. have a day where they have a four day work week. That's what yeah. they should do. And that's what every company should do. <laughs> yes. Hey, Nick, you remember the uh, you mentioned the other day that there was a shooting at a GameStop in Philly? Yeah. Uh, Polygon actually has posted an article about it. I've been in that GameStop a couple times. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I there didn't f- know what it was about. Like, how does that start? I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. There were 50 rounds fired. Though. Like, imagine... Imagine what? just... Yeah, imagine just working, you know, just working in GameStop, and all of a sudden there's a gun battle going on in front of you. Yeah, that's just terrifying. All of a sudden there's a turf war in your store. Yeah. Yeah, and the one one cop, the one cop died, which is sad. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Yeah, they caught the two guys that were involved though. So. So that's Philly for you. Well, you know what? You know what will <laughs> happen to them? They'll go to prison. We'll pay tax dollars to keep them alive for a long time, and then they'll get released. <laughs> yeah. yeah. America. Yep. Police said both confessed they said they chose the GameStop for robbery, believing it to be an easy target. Wow. Dicks. Well, this is getting dark quick. <laughs> <laughs> to, to continue with the darkness, and Alex, I wanted to bring this up specifically for you. The Darkness 3 is coming out? Oh, that would have been Probably. a fantastic segue. It really would have been. Let's keep that but, in mind for the future. But no, your your favorite company, Comcast, mm-hmm. blocks HBO Go. Yes, on PlayStation. I told you guys this a while ago. They did it on PS3. How's yeah, that allowed? Yes. Because how of the is net that allowed? Thing. Is a good question. Net neutrality. They they block because Comcast is supplying HBO Go still. They block it. They're allowed to block it. I hate that company so much and i can't wait for them to get what's coming to them I yeah well wait. i mean hbo go is going to be its own thing yes It'll at be whatever its own point thing. anyway i don't even Google know Fiber. why they're still trying oh my but. god i just i i wish so many bad things on the families of comcast executives <laughs> oh so many bad things i can't oh i just i can't wait i really hope something does happen and they get what's coming to them one day well, with where things are going cable-wise, I, I mean, cable companies alone are going to, I feel yep. like they're going to start dying out. Yep. I mean, everybody's It's not that something that's just around just... the corner, but Simon, I, I hope that's what happens. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially Alex. now with HBO, the big thing with HBO going standalone, that's disastrous. Yeah. yeah. For them. So. Yeah, you know what? Uh, the issues I was having the other day with logging into it, I immediately was thinking, well, as soon as this is standalone, I'm almost certainly going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless, now, it's, unless it's an unreasonable price. I think I would do up to 10 or 15. Especially I, splitting it, because obviously seems... we're going to split it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Now, all right, here's the next question. What if they somehow prevent you from splitting it? Then 10 or 15. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I could do 15. I'd do 10. I when, think 10 would be a good price, yeah. I agree. When Netflix is only 8 a month, at fifth, doubling that at 15 yeah. is kind no, of... Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. Because they, they don't but also. Offer... Ahead, I Nick. agree, but also HBO offers a much better quality. I yeah, guess. Yeah, they, they're not as much quantity, but there's more quality. I think. Yeah, probably. and they get they get new movies more recent. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Yeah, than Netflix and all the original movies on there. HBO original series are just money in the bank, obviously. Yeah, yeah. There are so many Netflix original series that I just had no idea about. Yeah, it's crazy, yep. man. There really are a ton. Oh, I got real upset yesterday at Netflix. You know how you know, <laughs> you know how you whenever you first start Netflix, they have that spotlight. Yeah, yeah, like, like that okay. big disgusting guy that I hated the yes. other day. Well, yeah, last night, and I don't know if either of you have experienced this. That spotlight was actually playing immediately. Oh, oh no. Like it, it, it was still that spotlight, that screen, but that little square that shows up was actually playing. I would spotlight. hate that. Uh oh, it's a matter of time until ads now start showing up on Netflix, and then the whole company will crash and burn because that's the reason people pay for it to begin with. <laughs> that's what yeah. separates it from cable. If it was a, if, if it went free, they would have ads, but at this point, I don't think there'll be ads. Yeah, since so it's a paid service. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. You can find us on iTunes by searching 2v1 podcast. Um, please subscribe. And if you feel so inclined, write a review. You can also find our Twitter handles on the iTunes page description, which I'll be updating. Sweet. Well, see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>